BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. What an exciting episode we have for you today. It is Jared Freed, who is back. He was on an early episode, like very early days. I want to say it was episode 20. You can go back and listen to it, but I'm sure the quality and just the sound is not the same. But we are so lucky that we have Jared back and we're debating it out. But really, he's telling us a lot about his new relationship. So that is interesting. And I'm excited for you to hear it. But before we get into that... Many of you have asked different questions, and I'm going to try to get to them all because this is a longer episode today, and I want to continue to, you know, capture your attention here. So the first one, we didn't discuss it on the last solo, and someone had asked, um, talking about friends who are not taking proper precautions and things like that, you know, I might have said it before, but I'm very lucky that I have friends who are all kind of in the same wavelength about COVID and none of my friends are going out and partying. And so I feel really lucky to have that. If I did have friends that weren't, I would just distance myself from them, like for honestly, for safety reasons. Another thing that I want to discuss that you guys asked me was about what the situation was with why I got like a lawyer involved with an ex and with nudes. And um, we talked about this on our on our panel that we had about spy like safety, stalker wear, things like that. And I mentioned it briefly, but basically I had an ex from college who, you know, I had taken pictures for or he'd taken pictures of me when we were together that were nude photos with my face in them. And this was someone I obviously trusted at the time. And then we ended up breaking up and I actually, I broke up with him and then I started dating someone else. And literally just because I was dating someone else, like not, I didn't do anything to him that was mean or anything. I just started dating someone else. He started to harass me via text. And, you know, this is obviously before I blocked him and say really derogatory things about my partner and talk about my partner. I I can't even like get into it. It was just, it was what he said was so fucked up and I wouldn't respond. And then that would go on for like, honestly, years. And then eventually he took it to a next level and he said something like, you know, I can't wait to get my website up and running with your nudes or like something with like all the photos I have of you. I don't think he explicitly said like with your nudes, but I knew what he was alluding to. And it was really scary and fucked up. And he said it more than once. And so I called up my cousin who's a lawyer and I said, what do we do? And he was living in LA at the time with his parents. And so we sent him a cease and desist. Uh, The revenge porn laws in LA are luckily really serious and really strong And luckily, we were able to send it to his house where his parents were. So they were able to get involved too, which I think if he had received the letter and was living on his own, I doubt that he would have taken it seriously. And that was something that, you know, this person is still blocked on everything to this day. And it was a really scary experience for me. So I wanted to share that with you because you never know 
And if you are going to send a nude, which you absolutely can, like I'm not saying nudes are terrible, just don't put your face in it or, you know, make sure that someone that you really, really trust, but it's hard to know sometimes. Somebody said that they went on two really great dates in the same week with someone from a dating app. But on the second date, the person found out they had to travel for work the next couple of months. You have lots of chemistry, but they give off slight player vibes. What would you do? Honestly, it sounds sus that this person's a player and said they have to travel for the next couple of months. I would see how communicative this person is when they're quote unquote away. And if they're not, then move on. Someone asked me to talk about how it is pooping with living with my boyfriend. Um, Well, obviously I don't do that. But if I did, then... So we do this really funny slash cute thing where we'll call it like taking a call. And so we'll be like, like I have... I have a friend, like we kind of like use a name like, oh, it's like, let's say like is, you know, is Jane calling you? And like Jane means like poop or whatever. And so instead of saying like, I'm going to poop, like that's gross. We'll just say like, oh, I'm getting a call from Jane. Um, And I highly recommend saying something like that and like making it a cute thing. Someone said, would love if you did, if you talked about dating in your early 20s. So I'm going to keep this brief because from based on your feedback, I know a lot of our listeners are closer to my age, which is 30. But I will say when I was dating in my early 20s, I didn't understand the concept of someone being busy with like work or something because I didn't really have like I had a job, but I didn't care about it. I was an assistant. I always had free time. I never you know, I was living at home. And so I was dating a guy at the time and it was Monday and we were G chatting from work. And he said, and I said something like, or he was like, when can I see you this week? Or maybe I said that. And he said he was free Thursday and this was Monday. And I was like, wow, that's so fucked up. Like I have to end it with him because he's obviously not into me. Just not even considering the fact that he could actually be busy until then. Um, <laughs> So that was where my head was at in my early 20s. I also just want to briefly say that it is November 1st, which means you've got three days to vote. Actually, sorry, two days. And so if you're not planning to vote on November 3rd or you haven't voted already, you absolutely need to do this. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for and try to push my opinions on you, but I will say, please vote. It is so important and it's cool. It's sexy and it's hot. And if you have a dating app profile, you should change it to a picture of you with an I voted sticker because that is hot. I am so embarrassed to admit this, but I kind of did on our Instagram this week. My screen time is 10, averages 10 hours. I didn't even, first of all, know that I was up for 10 hours, but apparently the entire existence of me being up is spent behind a phone or computer screen, which is really scary, especially because the blue light from the screens damages our eyes and it leads to digital eye strain. And that's probably a huge reason why my eyesight keeps getting worse and I'm not a candidate for LASIK, which I've tried to get. And if you don't know if you're experiencing this, the symptoms are blurred vision, headaches, and dry, watery eyes. It could also raise your anxiety, depression, and give you low energy. And that's why I'm so passionate about Blue Blocks. Blue Blocks is basically these blue light glasses And they're backed by the latest science. And essentially, the founders were like, okay, we need something. Like everyone's going through this. And the blue light blocking glasses that already exist are just not good. And so they came up with blue blocks and they have 20 different frames to choose from. And it's actually so fashionable and cute. Like you have to see mine, I'll post them. But essentially, they can also turn your glasses that you already have, if you have a pair of glasses that you really love, into custom blue blockers too. And so 
there's no reason why you shouldn't try it. There's literally zero downside to trying to help yourself when you're someone who's sitting in front of screens, which is pretty much everybody. So I really think you should get your energy back and sleep better and block out the unhealthy effectives of the blue light with blue box. You just go to blueblocks.com B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. And you can use the code ACME to get 15% off your glasses. So blueblocks.com and use the code ACME. You'll get 15% off your new glasses. Check it out. Hey girl, hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. You might know me from Sirius XM Radio. I mean, I was there for like 12 years after all. But then Howard Stern allegedly got jealous of me, so I had to leave. I was actually able to pull myself up by the bootstraps and start my own podcast, Taste of Taylor, which is now officially with Dear Media. I'm so excited to say that. Ha! So I promise you in this podcast, you're going to either learn about something, you're going to be inspired by someone that's like always coming from a perspective of like humor, then this is the place for you. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Someone said a while ago, you talked about pressure to also, if you want more solo, you can subscribe to our Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash we met at Acme because I post extra stuff there that we don't have time for on the episodes. This one is about, they said a while ago, you talked about having a best friend pressure to have one saying you're marrying your best friend. Yeah. I mean, your partner should be like someone that you confide in completely. Does that mean they can be like the end all be all best friend, all encompassing person? No, like you have to have other friends, but you know, if, you want to say like, I'm marrying my best friend, go for it. It's a little basic. Like, you know, I think that my partner is like my closest friend, but I don't know. I just don't love the term best friend. I feel like it's so cheesy. And okay. The average time you should date someone before getting engaged. I think this is so different for everyone, but for, let's see, if you're like 27, then I think you should wait, like I'd I'd say three years, but I've had friends who are younger than 30 get engaged after a year and like it doesn't work out. I think three years is like the perfect, you really know someone after three years. But if you're 30, like or around 30 when you meet, you kind of know yourself better. And like, obviously, you know, you, if you want to have kids, like you only have like, I don't want to say you only have a few years, but like, you know how you want, if you want to be like a young parent, whatever it is, you can always freeze your eggs. There are always other options. But if you're 30 and you meet someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with, I think that that's an exception. But before 30, I'd say two to three years. However, there are people that get engaged after six months or a few months and they're the happiest people ever. So I think it's totally different and for everyone. And then I just want to mention, this has been a rough time of Mercury retrograde. I have to share a hysterical fight that I had with my partner because I've been so irritable. And I feel like hopefully someone can relate to this. We got home, we were visiting my parents and his parents. And then we got home on Sunday night and I went to our basement, which has boxes that you can use to like send packages and things. So I went to go, I was like, okay, I'm going to get a box. And I was already like kind of in a mood. We were both just not feeling great after a whole weekend of eating like absolute shit. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get a box. And he goes, have fun. And I lost it. I was like, how dare you say have fun to me? Like, to do this mundane task. That's obviously not fun. Like, do you even listen when like I talk? Like, what did you like? Why did you think that I would have fun? I'm going to get a box from the basement. Like, are you crazy? Who says have fun? I was like, this is so like, that's so fake of you to say, like, are you even listening? Like, are you even genuine? Honestly lost it. It was so crazy. And now like, no matter what we're doing, we say have fun just as like a joke because you have to make fun of yourself. Like you can't take yourself too seriously. Someone said to talk about moving back to New York after living with your parents. So I think we talked about this briefly, but I will say 
the difference is that like you care so much about your own space. Like I remember seeing a meme that was like me at my parents and it was like, or maybe it was a TikTok. It was like me at my parents. And then it was like, like putting all the soap on at once, taking all the lotion, like just like overusing. Whereas like when you're at your own house, it's like you take the littlest bit of soap because you know you have to buy another one. Um, so that's pretty much the difference. And then noticing the person that you are dating might have a problem with alcohol. That is a tough one. And I would say if you do notice this, then you can always suggest a program or just that they get help in some way. But it could be like a good idea to distance yourself from this person so that they can focus on their health and getting the help that they need. Or, you know, try to encourage them to do it and just know that you're going to be along for the ride. And lastly, someone asked how to hint what kind of ring you want to your significant other. If someone else gets engaged, you can be like, oh my God, look at this ring. Like, what do you think of this ring? And like, you don't really care what they think of the ring, but that can be an interesting starter because then they can be like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know what like a nice ring is. And then you can be like, oh, this is one that I love. Or you can just, you know, flat out be like, in the future, I just like, just in case this is a ring that like I love. Um, but that could be a, could come off a little bit more nutty or just, you know, send the ring to everyone, you know, so that if they do ask, everyone's ready to show them the right ring. And okay, really quickly, combos you must have before moving in together. Talk about your finances and talk about what you're comfortable splitting and what you're not comfortable splitting. Who's going to do the grocery shopping? Who's going to do the cleaning? Who's going to do X, Y, and Z, laundry, et cetera. You have to have those not so cute conversations. And without further ado, I would love to present to you our episode with Jared Freed. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be back with comedian and fellow podcast host, Jared Freed. Hey, How Jared. are you? Good to see you. What's going on? Thank you for having me. Good to see you too. Yeah, thanks for being here. I, um, or being here virtually, I just, we both were doing this like charity event recently. You opened and did like a bit before it started and it was like a Jewish charity thing. Oh, what? It might have been like the... Was it... Um, It was like a Chabad or was it... Yes, yes. It was like a Shabbat. <laughs> it was like we were hosting a Shabbat. Um, you started it and then I went after the prayers okay. section. But when you were... But when you were... Um, when you were on there, I had you on video for... I was with my boyfriend's family and you were like totally up there in the middle of our dinner we were all watching you and it was it was oh hilarious. thank you so much yeah I, I it's funny because like you know I've done I'm Jewish like I'm like you know like in that sense like I, I'm Jewish I, I feel a little embarrassed because I get asked to do these like Jewish shows and you're like I don't know you know the, but in the beginning when I first started doing comedy I get a lot of those kind of opportunities and I'd be like I'm not that Jewish. I didn't, you know, like I went to high, ho I'm a high holiday Jew. I'm a summer camp Jew. Like I, I, I kind yeah, of apologize yeah. for it. And I kind of realized they're like, no, 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 they don't care. They just want you to just have fun with it. Right. And um, so they can, I've gotten, I understand. I'm like, just mention all you have to do on a Jewish comedy show is mention that you would like to marry Jewish. And they're like, we love them. <laughs> and they're so, <laughs> so happy. happy. Yeah, exactly. Or like say something about having a Jewish mother and then like everyone can totally. relate to it. So I, I I do now. I used to be like, I don't know, it's hard. And now I kind of like enjoy the the dynamic, I guess. But how, how was it? Was yeah, it fun? Yeah, it was fun. It was so fun. There was I you had done a joke um, about like, you know, how a Jewish mom walks into like a hotel lobby. Oh, yeah. And, the you know, like slaughters the place by complaining about a million yeah. things. And, and my boyfriend's mom thought it was Yeah, that, that is um, my mom. And then like, it's funny because when you do stand up, like I'm talking about my mom, but I do understand that is most moms, you know, like, and, and, yeah, and they'll be yeah. like, you know, I like, I'm the only one who got, I'm like, no, no, no. That's every Jewish mom walks in. Like yeah, they like, fucking run the sitcom and <laughs> right. Exactly. We, this weekend, we just like ate such shit. 
and it's such a bad feeling. Like I trust me, I'm not talking about losing weight. I'm not talking about dieting, but just eating food that makes you feel bad. Like I'm talking like grilled cheeses and French fries and dumplings and noodles and blah, 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 over and over again, bread, just all this stuff over and over again, like on the weekends, just going crazy. It's just not, just not good for your mental health. And that's why I'm such a big believer in Saqqara. And you've heard me talk about Saqqara a lot, but it's all about instead of restricting what you eat, actually nourishing your body with healthy and nutritious food that makes you feel good and doesn't make you come back on a Sunday night and say, wow, I actually want to die because I feel just gross. And, you know, it's all about your overall wellness. And Saqqara makes it so easy for you because their meals are ready to eat. Like you don't have to cook at all. You can heat some up if you'd like. But in addition to the delicious meals, Saqqara also has daily wellness essentials like their herbal teas and supplements. My favorite herbal tea is the detox tea and it totally helps your nutrition. And they have a metabolism super powder, which is an all natural remedy for bloating, weight gain and fatigue. So if you're feeling any of the ways that I described, that's the perfect thing to throw in a smoothie or like mix into a yogurt. And for you guys, we're offering 20% off your first order when you go to sakara.com slash Acme, or you can enter code Acme at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash Acme. Get 20% off your first order and feel good mentally because of the food you're putting in your body. Sakara.com slash Acme. So... I think it was about two years ago. It might've been three years ago when you came on the podcast originally. And so, well, you were 32 at yeah. the time. So how long ago three was that? Years. So was it three years. So I'm 35 now. Yeah. Three years. Okay. Wow. And at the time we were both single. And what is your current relationship status? I now? moved in with my girlfriend mid pandemic. That was our wow. big activity wow. of, the, of the quarantine. So I need all the, the details. details. Starting with... How did you guys meet? We met at the Comedy Cellar. I was uh, doing a show there and she was in the audience and the, relating to the Jewish thing, she like, I was hosting the show and it wasn't my show, like the Comedy Cellar, people are there for the cellar and whoever's on the lineup. So like she didn't know me from anything and she was like... Mm -hmm. She was like, hey, I was I, I like go up at the beginning when you host and then I bring up the first, you know, the second, you know, the next comic. And then I go and sit at a table and I look at some notes or I have a water or whatever. And she came up to me in between comics and was like, hey, are you like she was going to the bathroom and then came up to me and she was like, are you really single and Jewish? And I was like, yes and yes. And then I was like, all right, got to go. And like it just kind of ended there. And I walked away because I was just like. In my head, I'm doing a show. I'm, I, I'm not right. You're in the yeah. Zone. I'm not really like you know. A lot of comics are there to like are, are there for two purposes to hook up and do stand up. But I was like, kind of just like the show wasn't like going great for me. I was just like, I just wasn't in the the thought, the mind space. And then I did finish the show, and then I went uptown to do another show, and then I came back to the cellar because I had another show that night. So like, just kind of bopping around the city, and she was her friend was at the show because she was hooking up with one of the comics on, on the lineup. So one of the comics and her and her friend are like hanging out, having a beer. And then she's with them. And I came, I come back and then I hang out with them three and, and kind of from there, it was, you know, kind of that, that New York city, like let's meet up. It, it was not very, it, it was exactly what I needed in the space of life that I was where like, I wasn't really, concentrating on meeting new people or, or really like, I wasn't like, you know, my big thing this year is to get into a relationship. It wasn't like that. So yeah. I, I was like, and she was in a space where she's looking to have fun. And I think so like we are, our energies matched that way. And, and just over the summer, we we're right. having a fun time. And then it just got more. How long ago was this? Two years. So like I mm -hmm. maybe more than two, it's around two years because right around now I was doing the Snapchat show 
where I was going to like different football games. And during that mm -hmm. is when we got more serious because like I would go away and then it would be like, I really only had like, I would go away every weekend to host the Snapchat game show. And then I would come back and it would be like, who are you going to hang with? Uh, you know, like, and we kind of just kept it going. And then, you know, now I'm traveling. It's easy to be like, Hey, I'm going like in a month, like, well, let's go on a, you know, come with me, you know, like it, it becomes that. Right. So, and then, you know, but really just kind of like a, it was a very kind of like a slow, it wasn't the first date, second date, third date, sex, fourth date, fifth date, like that happens a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. So meaning like you had sex right away or you didn't for a while? No, it just wasn't like, what I mean is like, it wasn't like the, you know, let's set up the first date. Like planning yeah, it, it out. Was, it wasn't right, right, like, right, right. It just kind it of kind happened. It kind of just was very fluid and, and, and with fluid and, with yeah. like constant check-ins of like, Hey, um, what are we doing here? You know, like with a, like I, right, like you right. haven't even, like, I think what my girlfriend, you know, her approach as far as like, was like, she was it just in kind of checked in with me of like, Hey, I'm feeling this way. Whatever it was, like I'm feeling right. like um, you haven't even taken me on a date in two weeks. What's the, what the fuck? And I don't like that. And I right. and so mm -hmm. I I enjoy that because it puts you in a position of like, hey, are we negotiating or not? You know, and like I, we're constantly. Right. I think a lot of relationships are just like constant negotiations like that. Right. So taking a step back, so she was straightforward about her feelings. She was matching your energy sh there wasn't like timing of like oh my god it's date number three and you didn't like touch my butt whatever sure. right so i know her name because people submitted her name yeah. the questions <laughs> jess can yeah, i say sure. that okay so is jess your age no she's younger how much younger she's just eight years she's 27 i'm 35 okay yeah okay and I remember from the first episode, but just refreshing our listeners' memory. So I think you are a Pisces. Is that true? <laughs> I'm a Pisces, yes. <laughs> I know. I know you don't <laughs> believe in it. Um, but one, what is Jess's birthday? April second or third. Okay, so she's an Aries. She's a straight shooter, so that makes sense. April third. Oh shit! She just yelled at me. I <laughs> oh no! I heard that. Um, okay, so April third. April third. A lot I of the questions. I, I said that to see if you were there. Okay, April third. <laughs> so in a lot of the questions, um, one that came up a couple times was someone asking what made your girlfriend different from other girls you've dated, but didn't make it official with. Yeah. I like, was it literally just that you were ready? Like I remember I watched like Amy Schumer did, did a joke about how like you just need to find a guy who's tired sure. so you could be like, Oh, come, come take a nap. You well, know? you have to be, were you tired? Were you have to be tired yeah. and, and also like match. We have, there's things that she's great at that I'm not like, it's, 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 a, it's a, just a more comfortable match. I feel very, um, at home. Like I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything if it's just us two. So like, I think, um, right. I think also like for me, I was pursuing um, and still am pursuing doing being a comedian and be and that's a full that's an everyday job. That's an all day, you know, all day job. And I think like you have to be willing to give someone the opportunity to get into your life more than just at a surface level. Like, I think we can all do like we can all do a good date. You can all do like a good third date. You can all do a good dinner. We can all do a weekend with someone. That's why like a lot of people will be like, oh, they're visiting me for the weekend. It must. And I'm like, well, anyone can like mm -hmm. have the bookmarks. It's like, right. it, it's, it's, are you willing to open up a little bit deeper than that? And I don't think I really was because I'm also like sitting there being like, how could I give into something if like, I'm still, you know, doing an open mic at four o'clock on a Tuesday and not. And, right. and I also didn't want to put that on someone else. So, like, I, mm -hmm. I don't live in this world where there's a soulmate. But I think for right. Jess and I, we go. So like Jess is like the perfect kind of puzzle piece for me, you know, where. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I don't think 
like there was ever a point where it's like, I think I was more open to going to a place that I didn't think you had to be open to. Like you have to be open to the idea of getting more serious, the idea of moving in, the idea of, because the relationship train doesn't really stop, you know, like it keeps going, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's no real point where you go, well, let's like jog in place. You can only jog in place for so long with a significant other. Yeah. A lot of you don't know this about me, but I actually technically have a day job, which is doing social media management for brands. And I'm not really taking on new clients right now, but the clients that I do have are incredible. And I am so passionate about the brands. And I feel like you can't just like half ass when you're doing content for people. It's such a big, important job. And like, if you're a creative, you know how important it is to have a good platform to edit your content and to work on your content. And that's why I'm such a big fan of Issue. If you haven't heard of Issue, it's actually spelled I-S-S-U-U. And it's an all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital publications like brochures, magazines, sales collateral. Like if you're giving a presentation at work, you can use it. You know, if you're just in marketing, if you're a designer, if you're a teacher, if you're in sales, like any of these jobs, you should be using Issue if you're not already because you create it once on issuu.com and then you can distribute it everywhere. And because you're listening to this podcast and I love you and I'm also a creator, I want to give it to you for free. So you just go to issuu.com slash podcast and then you use the promo code ACME at checkout and you can get a free account through that. Or if you want a premium account, you'll get 50% off your premium account. So it's issuu.com slash podcast and use promo code ACME and you'll either get your free account or 50% off your premium account. Just make sure to use promo code ACME. So at what point after, you know, dating, but you were traveling and X, Y, and Z, and I'm sure, I, I don't know what your girlfriend does, but I'm sure she was doing things, you know, as well. Did you kind of like sit down and, and make it official or did that just naturally happen where you looked at each other and you were like, oh, you're my girlfriend. You're my It was more natural. Just, you know, Mm -hmm. it was kind of assumed. And I think the more the check-ins don't come in with labels of like, it it was more like, I'm not getting enough. And then me saying like, well, here's why I'm not giving that much. You know, like if someone said to me, they're not good, that I'm not giving enough. And I was like, ugh, like, do I want to give that much more to this person or this relationship? I would back out. Like I, I wouldn't right. do it. Like, and, and also like, Hey, like the lifestyle that I lead is very different and weird. You know, we're talking about, right. you know, she didn't sign up to be talked about on a podcast, you know, for, or for people to like write in to be like, why is Jess so, di-? you know, it, like Jess, you know, well, but she did because she knew from the beginning that you were a comedian who had like a public. But that's that's but that's kind of what the be, the negotiations start to become. Like right, it, it's right, like right. Oh, like we don't get to go out. You know, like the one of the like early arguments was like that. Like she would be like, "I'll always be second to comedy." Like she would say stuff like that, and I was like, right, "Don't right. say that. That's not what it is. Like that's 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 actually not fair to me." That puts me in a position where I have to like look in the mirror and be like, I guess I don't love her as much as I love the career. And it's like, that's not what it is at all. It's a mix of everything. I want a lifestyle and it's okay to not Mm -hmm. sign up for that lifestyle. But like, these are conversations that come up with doing this type of, like I went to Cleveland last weekend and I came back and it's like, you know, Sunday last night I do like a live stream on YouTube. Like, and now Monday morning, I'm kind of like waltzing around while she's doing, you know, she's at a corporate job. So like, and it's like, you have to get used to that. That has to be both people giving up something and 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 also like telling someone that they're not yeah. giving up anything at all. You know, like, you know, I have to go, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and the, the fear for me is like, 
I meet a lot of comics. I'm, I've met one recently that was just like, met my girl, and I'm just like doing that. And it's like, and you kind of lose, okay, well, did you do, you know, like you, you some people lose that drive. Though. Meaning doing that, doing that without and not doing comedy? Not, not doing it, but not pursuing as hard or not doing the right, you know, doing right, the job right. because it's a self-starting job, you know? Like I right. going to Cleveland yeah. isn't like my dream, but it's a part of the dream going to Cle- and doing yeah. shows. It's a part of being a working comic. Right. I mean, I think it's like if you're a woman in a heterosexual relationship who wants someone who works hard and their career happens to be comedy, then you kind of need to understand that they're traveling because they're working yeah. hard. You know, it's a, it's no, and no you different. have to be ultra independent and you have to like, like she has friends and they hang out and she likes to uh, alone time. Like, like these are all things that like, sometimes I think sometimes when you're dating, sometimes you meet people that are really nice and really wonderful, but it kind of feels like you're um, giving them more, like you're kind of like needed in their life. And it's like, I, 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 right. Right. Instead of like an addition to their life. Which is fine with that. Yeah, and and for some people, like, basically, like, for some people, that's what they want, too. Like, there's other people out there that are like, I need someone where I'm needed. Like, I I need, you know, like, and for me, I, you know, again, like, to go out until, like, on a Saturday night until one in the morning and come back at, like, two and then be like, you know, I do understand. Like, I come from a normal household where my parents would be in bed by that time. Like, I'm signing up for something different. And the, the, you know, the thing I always have is I don't want to force anyone into signing up for the thing that I have chosen. Right. You want to know that like, it's something that they actually want and aren't just like pretending to want or, you know, like changing themselves too much to accommodate. It's it's hard too. Like I have a friend and you start to assume that they don't like, I had a friend, he called me and he was like, I, he called me about a breakup he was going through and he was he was starting the process of breaking up with someone and he was like I just don't think that they want what I'm doing. And I'm like, "Well, you can't do that." <laughs> like like that's like you can't speak for that person. It, I go, "You got to like kind of look in the mirror a little bit to be like, I don't want to work for it with that person." Like it's tough to assume right. on people. But what does that mean? Like they don't want what they did for a living? It's a lot. You don't want the lifestyle. You don't want like also like, yeah, there's an element of gambling with this. Like you you, you eat what yeah. you catch, you know, like if if someone's used to, right. you know, there's some and I see this a lot dating. You, you meet people that you're like, they need to be in this house or bigger later in life. <laughs> like, you know, right, like there's right. some people that that genuinely that's a part of the the wheel of what they're looking for. And I, I'm not saying I don't aspire yeah. to that, but I'm just saying like. You have to yeah. understand that like there's romantic and practical that both work into a relationship right. and some of the practical stuff's a little like icky and harder to talk about and yeah but it does need to be talked about and I want to get into that cuz I want to tell you some of my like quote unquote rules okay. and see where you stand <laughs> on them um but you did mention when you and your girlfriend became official like she I wouldn't say like lay down the law, but she said like, okay, what, what's the deal? Right. So do you think that it has to be the woman to kind of like start the conversation about those milestone type things, like, like becoming official, like moving in together, which you just did, or do you think that it needs to be equal? Like, just, do you think that it's just like kind of the way it goes that the woman is like, okay, I'm, I, I, I'm not like a rules person. I understand that. I think it's okay to have rules. I think like I like that Jess owned what she, I think you have to be a little bit more, I think with rules, sometimes that displaces the, it, it it takes away when you make rules. I think sometimes that's like to like put the responsibility on someone else over yourself for your own feelings. Like for me, like, and a lot of like people generally, like if you're, selfish about your feelings then you'll get what you want at some point you have to be okay with losing something that's just not that that you could see being good versus you know like isn't good at all so like for jess it wasn't like what are we it's like hey and and i kind of believe in this it's like hey we haven't done dinner 
like something as small as that, where it's like a check-in and you go, I'm going to mention it. I'm going to mention it maybe twice, but like the third time I'm going to stop mentioning and I'm going to back away from this. And it's like, what do you want out of whatever label you're asking for? Like, I, I think Jess a lot of times asked for the things she wanted for her to feel fulfilled. Like she was having fun in our moments, but like, I'm not feeling fulfilled from you from other things. So like, those are the, and listen, we don't, we've had a couple, we had a couple of these arguments, but also a lot of this was like, of course, you know, it wasn't a talk. Right. Like, like when she, like she told me she loved me and she told you before yeah, you told her. And it was her. like, I love you. And I, and I think to me, that's like an, that's a, did you say it back right away? Um, yeah. And, and then she was like, I knew you loved me, but like, and it was like, um, but also that was like a confidence. That was an ownership of like, I love you. Like, I think owning those feelings and letting the other person do what they do with them. Like, I think that's kind of a better thing because then it becomes, well, if you like me, I like you. And then it's like, that's kind of a dangerous road. Like if, if, if you're on board, like, and then it becomes a label, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's like about being vulnerable and like there's power in vulnerability and clearly, Jess is a confident person and she knew how she felt. And she said, you know, I mean, it sounds like she is like the, like, I don't know if ringleader is the right word, but she's like the one in your relationship that kind of like, you know, takes control over where you guys are headed. It, it This is what it sounds like to me. I don't know. Does that sound right? Yeah. I don't know. I, or like, or at least like instigates, instigates, what she needs from you and what she like would be okay with and would not be okay yeah. with, which is I, great that she has that self-respect. Well, yeah, I think that's, I, and I think that that's kind of what attracted, attracts me to her, but also in, right. the, in the, in the grand scheme, like Jess will be okay without me. Like, and I think she knows that mm -hmm. and I know that. So it's like, I think knowing that is such a powerful thing. Like, I'm going to be okay without this idiot. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to be okay without right. doing, like, and and I think that's really, like, a, a good lesson for people. Like, because a lot of times I'll get emails on the podcast where it's like, he did this wrong, this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. Do you think he likes me? And I'm like, um, I don't know. I think he would say he likes you because that's just a less confrontational point of view. But like, how do you like, do you like him? You know, like right. it doesn't like if these three wrongs, how important are those three things to you? Like, right. and I think, you know, being posed with like, what's important to the person as opposed to like, well, they like just saying, Oh yeah, we're exclusive. Like those are words. You know, do you really feel good after getting yeah. those words? I don't know. Right. I feel like my takeaway from this, which I've like said many times on the show, is like when people will, you know, reach out to me and they'll say, I like, I just really want a boyfriend or I really want a girlfriend. It's like you genuinely 100% have to be like not just okay on your own, but happy by yourself because like you realize that like whatever you need is inside of you or whatever. Sure. Right. Like, and then. And then you have like the addition of a but partner, like need, and, but like only until like need then. a boyfriend. Like that's like half the sentence. I need, I need right. a good boyfriend for me. Should be the 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 like question. Like exactly, I, what's exactly. a boyfriend? Just a body? Like I, and I think, I, and I don't fault someone for saying that. Like there's so much other things out there to like that come with a boyfriend. That there's so much like. Uh, the tribe kind of like rallies around. Oh my God, you become the star of the show and you get the post and you get, right. there's so much that goes around it that it, it's uh it's like almost fool's gold sometimes. And it's like, right. It's like the glitz and the glamor as opposed to like actually like strike, like uh, stripping that back and seeing like, is this actually someone that's good for me that I actually like? Or do I just like the fact that we're posting each other sure. on Instagram and like we get to have a, like a, I don't know, I guess now in today's time, like an outdoor back backyard yeah. wedding that like, you know, on Zoom. Yeah, they, but, but um, even in addition to that, like, you know, then you get into like the real relationship and you're like, oh, okay, this was all not glitz and glamour. This is not right. what that, Right, yeah. exactly. And 
I like it's funny though, because like a lot of guys, like when I told friends, I was like, Yeah, Jess and I like gotten more serious. Like I had guy friends that were like, Ah, you had a good run. You know, like that's their response to mm-hmm. that. Like, you had a good run, you had some fun. Or like it's it can be more healthy for a lot of dudes, I think. I think a lot of women it's 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 difficult. Like I I don't like there's different pressures that I never like there was nobody wondering how my dating yeah. life was like, you know, like right. and I, I remember I have a friend. I might have yeah. mentioned this last time we got together, but I like I have a friend. She gets asked like about her. She would get asked about like her dating life and not her job. And it's like if that's the first question, yeah. like that sucks. Like that's that 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 in itself is pressure that I wouldn't understand. Like, and you right. asked our ages, like our age difference probably plays into our vibes being more for each other. Like I'm 35 and like, right. I'm not like at the end of a basketball game. If you sh- like, if you shoot a basketball with 20, with 10 minutes left, it's a, it's a less pressure shot. It feels like sometimes there's the, right. there's, there's a group of women that are, are that are out there shooting at the buzzer that feel like they're working against the clock of like, right. And at that point they might, you know, choose someone just because they like them or, as opposed to them. Like, or the, the vibe is just off with a guy that's just not at that spot, you know, or isn't ready to give right. into that spot. Right. You have to want the same things at the same time. Ideally yeah. in, in an ideal situation. Uh, so you mentioned Instagram, Oh, and also my other thought that I had on that is like my my boyfriend, um, he was single for six years and like before we uh, started dating. And I feel like if he were a girl, like he would have some shame sure. around that in some way, right? And he has zero shame around it. Like he's like, yeah, I just like didn't find someone that like was it's worth like, it. Like, it, it, was it is worthy. a little healthier, right? Doesn't it seem like... Right. And it's like, well, fuck you. Um, and, and I want to talk about like what's healthy for guys versus girls. But someone asked uh, me to ask you, if a guy doesn't have social media, is that a red flag, right? Or is it like a green flag? Meaning like, is it a bad thing or is it a good thing? Or is it really I, neither? It, it's neither to me. It, it would. I think it's all about like, it's funny because that could be a move too. Like, Every guy, right, everybody right. knows what they sound like when they say, I don't use social media. You know, that's a, that's a personality yeah, type. Yeah. So I, I think their action has to match the words. I, I, so if the actions yeah. don't match the words, that's all that really matters. So if they're like, I don't have social media and they're just not a social media person, like I, that's hard for me to believe because I'm so into social media. So like I, I yeah. but I appreciate it. It can exist. So like, if they don't have it and like everyone has baggage and, and baggage gets a, you know, you take a trip, you bring bags. Everyone has baggage. This could be considered baggage. He doesn't have social media. It's do you admit to holding the baggage or not? Do you admit to it? Are you aware that the bags are in your hand? And it's like, so if I dated someone that was like, I don't use social media. And then they were signing in, to Instagram through a friend's account to go look at ex-boyfriends, yeah. I'd be like, okay, you are not aware of the baggage that's in your hands. So like if, right. if a guy right. doesn't have it, like it can be, I could understand that that guy's like, great, good for him. If he's like aware that like other people have it, if he's not that type of person that's like, oh, going on Instagram again, I'd be like, okay, you're the weird one. <laughs> you know, like I, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I feel like there's three types of guys who don't have Instagram. The first type is like the guy who uses it as a flex, who's like, I'm not on social yeah. media. Like, I don't know what the you're doing. Yeah, I don't own you know, a TV guy. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like, I don't have cable. The second, that's like, I deleted it because I was using sure. it too much, which I respect, I would say the most because like, yeah. valid, you know? Well, and that, like, if your career is not on social media, and that's, that's also fine, an right? awareness like, of baggage. Like that's an awareness. Yeah, exactly. 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 That's awareness. And then the third is like the guy who's married, but like has a girlfriend. So he can't be on social media because like then he'll get caught. Sure. But I would say most of the time, like my boyfriend doesn't have social media. Well, well, that's not true. He just made a Twitter, but just to like look at the news, but he doesn't. How have old it is he? The second. 
he's 30. And the second he downloads Instagram, he like is on it all day. The second he downloaded TikTok, he couldn't stop. He's like one of those guys who like gets lost in a YouTube sure. hole like quickly. TikTok is so easy he knows for that, that too. So he doesn't do it. Yeah. So easy. It's like, it's nonstop. So speaking of things that like, you know, girls and guys can get away with, something that has come up a lot because we talk about mental health like all the time on this podcast is how it's not really accepted or maybe it is and I want to know your your input um, for guys to like be depressed. And like girls will write in all the time and they'll be like, I don't get it. Like he says he's depressed and he's like not answering me. Like, is that like, uh, like he's just not into it, right? Or like this or that when like it were, you know, if it were reverse and like a woman is depressed and, you know, she's going to therapy, like that, I feel like it's potentially it's taken more, more seriously. Do you have any thoughts on like, you know, can guys be depressed? Like, and can that be accepted? Well, of course, you know, like I, they can be depressed, right. but I, uh, I do understand. I agree with what you're saying. Like, just like, Guys, you know, tough guy, be a man, man up. You know, right. like these are all I it's interesting because especially in dating, I found that a lot of guys aren't given credit for any emotional intelligence when they absolutely mm. have emotional intelligence. They also we also don't get credit for like women get kind of the, the the credibility, especially like in the world that we're in, like the, the audience that we're speaking to that in this dating world, we're like the Disney princesses fucked me up. Like, but men have been, you know, given ideals and, and, and this picture of like being a provider, like, like again, like going back to like Jess and I and me being ready to be open for a relationship. Part of that was like, am I financially moving towards a place where, my my right. aspirations is becoming a career like that helps me to get into that, you know, to open up with a, mm -hmm. with a woman. So but let me give another like so like I just don't think get men are given the credit on a like a the other side of the coin type of thing. A lot of guys will use the assumed lack of emotional intelligence to get out of relationships. So like they'll do right. the, oh, I'm still thinking of an ex or I'm still, oh, and it happens a lot where it's like, but we'll do that too. Well, I'm just saying where it's like all you bring yeah, it yeah. up at the last possible second. And, and it's like, right, right, and right. all of a sudden a guy who never was emotional with you, never had any thing come up is like, hot. What, where, what's in my toolkit? Of like, right? It's like weaponizing emotions, emotions because they know that women are more likely to be in touch with that stuff and to think about that stuff and to give to kind of give leeway to that stuff. So like, they'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. So, oh, I'm still hung up, and I still think of, and I don't know if I'm ready. And, and it becomes that. So like, it's this weird thing of like, because you're not given credit like for feeling like. Like when you say like, oh, well, does a guy notice? Does it? We notice everything you notice. Like there's no, right, you know, right. like, uh, oh, he hasn't texted me back. To, I, guys just don't do that. No, no, no. Guys notice. Oh, he guys don't right. notice that I'm looking at his Instagram story. He notices. Guys don't know. We yeah. we are 10 percent away from each other. All of us. Like so like. Right. Yeah. I, I, so I think that's a so it's a it's a complex subject because I do. You know, it's obviously not as mental health like there was a whole thing about like uh kevin love and the nba talking about mental health and like mm -hmm. the nba has kind of been like at the forefront of like hey players deal with this too and it is just not a guy thing to talk about who's your therapist and like you know like oh like right. to talk openly about that and i think it's becoming more and more you know better as it's gotten better for everybody yeah. but i think like a lot of times because it's like, oh, guys just don't notice anything that like it's kind of like it's kind of a lot of times it's used to like get us out of things, too. Right. And it's fucked up. Like, that's why I say, like, if he's into you, he'll show you like he's not like guys are simple, but they're not unaware. Sure, Like they, you know? there's always like the he's really shy and it's like nobody's been. Right. Or he's just, he's not yeah, a good nobody, texter. No, he's just not nobody's a good texter. Been, he's just not good with yeah, his phone. And no guy's been a, too shy to fuck. 
No guy's been too bad a texter to fuck. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it, it, it's right. And right, I, right. I kind of thought of that with like, I remember I used to like, I used to sell life insurance and I was like, when I did that, I was like, I couldn't even get out of the bed in the morning. I really didn't feel good about it. And I was like, and then I kind of thought I was like, anything I've ever wanted in my life, I I've gotten. So like, why am I not getting this? So it's like, um, yeah. and because of, you know, privileges and, and being, you know, good family and all that stuff. Like I, 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 I have everything at my disposal. So why am I not connecting here? So it's like, it's kind of similar to me with like mm. dating. It's like this person has everything at their disposal and, and whenever they've wanted to fuck you or whoever it is, they've been able to. So right. why all of a yeah. sudden, you know? Yeah, that's, that's fair. I have one last question from sure. our listeners and then I want to go over some rapid fire Let's poll questions. What was the first interaction between your parents and your girlfriend's parents like? They I don't know met. Th- how this person even knows that went they, down. Oh, no. Okay. Maybe I think my mom was... My, uh, Jess was at home with her mom and my mom was at home with me and I was like on FaceTime with Jess and they saw each other in the background yeah. and had a, a loud Jewish wave. But that was really... That was really it. Nothing... Okay. So I want to just tell you... Um, I know you don't love uh, the rule stuff. No, I, I, I just I think tell like, it, you, I, I, I'm not, yeah. I just think like sometimes it's like absolving personal responsibility, <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah, it's no, usually to protect I, I get your it, feelings but I wanna, too. Like, I, I understand that. Fair, fair. I just want to tell you um, a few rules okay. that I have and just like quickly get your opinion. Then we'll do the rapid fire. These are like, I would say my top three. Um, the first one is no more than two drinks on a first date. Just because like, I don't think that you, you know, are thinking necessarily thinking straight if you have more than two drinks and then like, you might think you're into the person and you're not. So approve or disapprove? Yeah, I think that that's a healthy way to go on a date. Why not? Yeah. Okay, good. My second rule, and I I feel like we might have discussed this the first time you were on, but I don't think that you should send a thank you text if you're a girl in a heterosexual situation after a date, assuming that you've thanked them like profusely on the date for, you know, paying for your drink or whatever. Um, Yeah, I don't think it matters one way or the other. Like, I don't think Mm -hmm. I don't think a guy who is into you, I think a lot, you know, in general, like I, I don't think. Guys are like are very built on ego, even to our own disaster. So like I I, right. I think like a guy who wants you, I don't think like you not sending a thank you text is like gonna be him. Like I don't think she's yeah. into me. I think in most cases he'll take a shot anyways. Right. Um, yeah. That's my yeah. That's that's kind of my. But also like that. there's nothing wrong with a thank you. Like I think that's a nice thing. Like I I to me I'm like. I, again, that's like a uh, protectionary. I understand the protectionary aspect of it. Yeah, well, it's no, but it's less protectionary and more like I just don't want to interrupt their thought process of like if they were going to text me. You know what I mean? It's like maybe they were like starting to think about me a little bit and like they're going to reach out the next day if they're into me. So like I don't need to be like, thank you again for spending $20 well, on there's, my drink. There's, you know? I mean... The thing is, like, I would think that if we had, like, a, a connection, that it wouldn't be so formalized. You know, like, if, if I had a connection with someone, like, it would Fair. be like, hey, uh, it would be, like, reference joke we we laughed about. And then, you know, like, yeah, it would exactly. be more natural. Exactly. Like, I think if you're go- if you're taking out the quill to, to, to write a thank you note, then maybe the connection wasn't that great. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I, right, so, right. Like, again, like. I understand the rule and I understand like the idea like where it's like because a lot of times what happens is you go on a first date. Some guys and people are going on first dates on Thursdays to get you to hang out over the weekend. So I could understand where there's this false sense of security with someone that like, thank you so much. Oh, yeah, thank you. I'm so hung over. And now you're having this like same conversation you would have with like a exactly. good friend. And then it's like, yeah. wait, are you out on Saturday? Like it, yeah, it can like, lead no, you down that no. road. I, so yeah. I understand that. Yeah. It's like, it's, it can, it can be like forcing a combo. And then the last um, rule is 
no sex on a first date. And the only reason I say this is not in any like slut shaming way or anything, just that like it's more fun when there's a buildup, in my opinion. Like, yeah, can you have sex on a first date and it become a relationship? Sure. sure. Um, but it's just more fun in my opinion. Um, I, it's not that I don't agree with that, but I think the most important thing you said, and this has been... Uh, this has been kind of a topic on you up a lot where and kind of like I've moved more towards this just because the way you just said it like is so perfect because it's like you feel that the buildup makes it better. I, th I which yeah. I, no one's going to tell you how to feel that I think people's yeah. relationship with sex is so different. And that takes time to learn. Like, I remember I would mm. be with women and I would walk away from certain sexual experiences being like, wow, I feel like I feel actually like I ate a good meal. You know, like and and, right. and I'm saying this like not and I've I've walked away from other sexual experiences walking away going. I don't know if I feel I feel like I didn't eat well tonight. And, and, and it's not because they right, weren't. Right a good person or a good sex. It's more because the trust that came with it, you know? So, so like totally. for someone out there, like, I think like when you say no sex on a first date, like, yeah, that's a good rule. Like for some people, but I think it also sometimes with like the wait till date three or wait till I wait 13 interactions. Like I, I you know, you, these are out. I understand why that is. But sometimes, and I would say to people out there that like, to me, figuring out your own relationship with sex, no matter the partner, that kind of like yeah. takes you out of that. And like, I, if I could go back to my past self, I would tell my past self to yeah. like, figure out your relationship with sex, not your relationship with this person. Because it, sometimes it's like, well, we were having so much fun. I, I just, I want, I, I want like, no, no, no. Well, how do you like sometimes I sometimes it'll be like, how do you feel after you have sex with someone on the first date? You know, like some people right. are like, I right. If it's not good, yeah. Then, like some people yeah. are like, oh, I feel horrible. And it's like, well, then I wouldn't go ha like I, I try not to have seven vodka sodas because I'm going to have a hangover. Right. <laughs> you know, right. but like, yeah, you know how you're yeah. going to feel like. Someone asked a really good question and then, sure. and then we're going to rapid fire because we don't have much time left. Have you changed your mind on any dating advice you've regularly given in the past? I don't know. It's it's all more like evolved, you know, like the idea, like, the, you know, like the right. sex on a first date, like I probably would have said, you know, it doesn't matter. I think the answer evolved to what I just said, where it's like you have to be in, right. It's, 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 different it's in touch with your yeah. own. You know, like if you can fuck someone and not care the next day if they disappear out of your life, good for you. <laughs> you know, like right then. Yeah, do it, go do it up, go do fuck. It you know, like yeah. No, I'm with you. Okay, rapid fire. So these are just yes or no. So just give me a yes or no, with no explanation. Red flag if your significant other sometimes displays traits that were similar to your ex. Yes or no? It's not a red flag. Any trait, good and bad. I think this means bad. Yeah, I guess it would be a red flag. It'd be a warning sign. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is, some of them are not dating related. Does Botox count as getting work done? Yes or no? I wouldn't mind if someone got work done in general. Like, I, I love the way it's asked. But does Botox <laughs> yeah, count? Of but course. does Botox count? Yeah. Red flag or no big deal if significant other of eight months says if we move in together versus when we move in together? It's a red flag. I, I don't like the word yeah. if as if it's like some sort of like if you pass yeah, the hate, test of the going through Tutankhamun's yeah. lair. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I hate that shit. Um, your significant other went out and didn't respond for three hours, says, sorry, left phone at home by accident. Who's ever um, left their phone at the home? Exactly. Yeah, I don't buy it. Exactly. <laughs> Such a red flag. Um, red flag or deal breaker if you're if your significant other comments on Instagram models photos like not it's just not, it's not comments a, like hey come meet oh, me hey come meet me is a, is a problem um i <laughs> i would say um there's such a thing as being 
like, uh, you know, being classy about that stuff. And I would say that that's not a classy right. move and it is a disrespectful move to like, you know, it, it's a disrespectful move. Like I listen, it's funny. Yeah. I held up my Insta. My girlfriend looked at my explore page and she was like, your explore page is disgusting. She was like, it is, it is so, I was like, yeah, but I don't like put like not disgusting as who's on there, but disgusting as like, yeah. it's all women. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm right. looking at. And he, she goes, and she laughed and, and she, but I'm, because it's not like I was like putting in her face, like, Hey, look at my explore page. Right. But it was funny yeah. because like, yeah, I I'm looking, but like, you know, that's just natural to me. Yeah. It's human. Is it cheating if your, let's say in this case, um, hmm. boyfriend responds to a girl who's not your girlfriend's story with like, it's a bikini pick, the story with like a fire emoji or like great pick? Um, it's flirting. That's, uh, you know, yeah. like a friend of mine, it just happened today. Uh, they put up a picture and like it was, and I was like, is liking this a problem? Like, I, I think if you say that, like you kind of like back yeah, away a then, little bit, but like the, if what you're doing is the same way that people start hooking up, then yeah, you're flirting. Like that's how people start hooking up fire emoji, right. fire emoji. That's like to an Instagram story. That's like the easiest way to like flirt with someone. So I would, I would consider right, that a problem. So, yeah, I agree. So Jared, will you leave us with a quote or piece of advice that our listeners can take away that has like helped you through the years or just something that you've um, heard? We write to edit. That's that's my that's the motto I live by. There's no wrong answer. There's just you write it down. Like I think this way with comedy. I think this way with ideas, any idea in general. And it's always done me well is we write to edit. So like whatever it is, get it down. Nothing's a final draft. You're just putting it down so that you can find better along the way. And I say it all the time. Like, like my brother will send me a text. What do you think of this? We write to edit. We write to edit. So put it down. Right. That's my, and don't be afraid to edit. And especially when you receive people's problems, like, okay. Mm -hmm. Or people's ideas. Like I lived with my younger brother for a while and I'd be like, what do you think of this joke? He'd be like, that's stupid. I was like, no, 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 right to edit. Like, give it, like, see where I'm going. See the wavelength I'm on. Right, And, right. you know, sometimes people aren't in the mood to hear your fucking shit. So that's more of a mood thing. But yeah. it's, um, that's something that I've, I've loved. I've loved do, using that we write to edit, especially to speak with people, to communicate to them. Like, this isn't a final draft. This is something I'm working yeah. on. And I think we're all kind of, trying to do that you know yeah i like that a lot jared where can everyone find you follow you listen to Ooh. you and there's uh, so much that i more. put out there that it's actually embarrassing <laughs> and it all starts on instagram <laughs> at jared freed i'm yelling at charcuterie i'm um <laughs> making stupid videos i i put up tweets i have two podcasts uh the j train podcast is twice a week and then the You Up podcast is once a week. And yeah, I, I if you like podcast, if you enjoy this, I'm sure they'll enjoy that. And um, that's it, at Jared Freed on Instagram. That's kind of the hub of my wheel. And I'm doing shows. I don't know when this comes out, but I do stand-up shows. We're doing socially distant. I'm coming out to where Where in the Hamptons are you? I'm in Southampton. Oh, beautiful. I'm coming out to uh, Levittown, Long Island. I think in Philadelphia and Raleigh. Very so, cool. and we're trying to do it, you know, trying to keep things moving along as, as much as we can. So awesome. Yeah. Cool. Everyone look out for Jared. Thank you so much for of coming course. on. Thanks and, for having me. Um, for the great, for the great chat. <laughs>